turning to chapter 12 of Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, Alice's Evidence. Yeah, because I was quite forgetting for the moment how loud she had grown in the last few minutes. And she jumped up in such a hurry that she tipped over the jury box with the edge of her skirt, upsetting all the jurymen onto the heads of the crowd below. There was a they sprang flying about, reminding her very much of a globe of goldfish she had accidentally upset the week before. Giant Alice upset the jury, literally. Oh, I beg your pardon, she exclaimed in a tone of questioning and began picking up again as quickly as she could for the accident of the goldfish kept warning in her head and she had a like, sort of idea that they must be collected at and then put back into the jury box or they would die. The trial cannot proceed, said the king in a very grave voice until all the jurymen are back in the proper places. Oh, you did. Great. I was looking hard at Alice as he said to you. Alice looked at the jury box and saw that in her haste she put lizard put the lizard head downwards and the poor little thing was waving its tail about in a melancholy way. Being quite unable to move, she soon got it out again and put herself that snowing and put it away. Not that, not that it signifies much, she said to herself. I should think it would be quite as much use as in the trial one way up as the other. I should think it would be quite as much use in the in the trial one way up as the other. As soon as the jury had a little had a little recovered from the shock of being upset and their slates and pencils had been hand in handed back to them they sat they set to work very technically to read out the history of the accident, all except the lizard, who seemed too much to overcome to do anything. But it sit with, with its mouth open Gazing up at the roof of the court. What do you know about this business? The king said to Alice. Nothing, said Alice. Nothing, whatever. Persisted the king. Nothing, whatever. Said Alice. That's very important, the king said, turning to the jury. They were just beginning to read this down on their slates when the great rabbit interrupted unimportant your majesty means of course he said in a very respectful tone but frowning and making faces at him as he spoke important of course i meant the king hastily said and went on to himself in an undertone Important, unimportant, un, important, important.
is if you were trying if you were trying which word sounded best. So the jury wrote it down and tell me important. Matter a bit, she thought to herself. This moment, the king had been for some time busy writing in his notebook, cackled out silence and read out from his book Rule 42 All persons more than a mile high to leave the court. Well, Dallas, not a mile high, Dallas, you are, said the king. Only two miles high, added the queen. Well, I shan't go at any rate, said Dallas. Besides, that's not a regular rule. You invented it just now. It's the oldest rule in the book, said the king. That ought to be number one, said Alice. The king turned pale, shut his notebook hastily. Consider yourself ridiculous, he said to the journal with trembling voice. There's more evidence to come yet. Please, your majesty, said the white rabbit. Jumping up in a great turn. There's more evidence to come yet. Please, your majesty, said the white rabbit, jumping up in a great hurry. This paper has just been picked up. What's in it? asked the queen. I haven't opened it. I haven't. I haven't opened it yet," said the white rabbit. "It seems to be a letter written by the prisoner to to somebody. It must have been that," said the king. "Unless it was written to nobody, which isn't usual, you know." "Who is it directed to?" said one of the jurymen. "It isn't directed at all," said the white rabbit. "In fact." There's nothing written on the outside. He unfolded the paper as he spoke. Added, it isn't a letter after all. It's a set of verses. Open in, in the prisoner's handwriting. Is there another? The German? No, they're not. And that's the curious thing about the jury. Oh, the jury brightened up again. Please, Your Majesty, said the knave. I don't know what you did, and they did, and they can prove it. I didn't. There's no name signed at the end. If you didn't sign it, said the king. That only makes the matter worse. You must have met some mischief, or else you'd have signed your name like an honest man. There's a general clapping of hands at this. It was the first really clever thing that King had said all day. That proves his guilt, said the Queen. It proves nothing of the sort, said Alice. But you don't even know what they're about.
feed them, said the king. The white rabbit put on his spectacles. Now where shall I begin, please? Majesty, begin at the beginning. These were the verses of the white rabbit read. They told me you had been to her, mentioned me to him. She gave me a good capture, but I said I, but said I could not swim. He gave, he sent out word I had not gone. I know it to be true. If she had pushed the matter in, what would it become of you? should chance to be involved in this affair. He trusts you to set them free, exactly as we were. My notion was that it had been before she had this fit. An obstacle that came between and ourselves and it. Don't let him know to like them best. For this must ever be a secret kept from the rest between yourself and me. What's the more, most important piece of evidence we've heard yet? Said the king, warming his hands. So now let the jury, if anyone from them can explain. If any one of them can explain it, said Alice. She had grown so worried in the last few minutes that she was a bit afraid of interrupting them. She wasn't a bit afraid of interrupting them. But give him sixpence. I don't believe there's an autumn of meaning in it. The jury all wrote down their sweets. She doesn't believe there's an unknown meeting in it, but none of them attended to explain the paper. If there's no meaning in it, said the king, that saves the word of trouble. You know we needn't try to find any. And yet I don't know, he went on, spreading out the verses of his knee and looking down with one eye spreading at the verses of his knee and looking at them with one eye I seem to see some meaning in the mouth after all said I could not swim you you can't swim can you he added turning to the knee king reflecting in the court The knave shook his head sadly. Do I look like it? Certainly did not. Being made of entirely of cardboard. All right, so far, said the king, Monoff muttering to himself. We know over the verses, we know to be true that No, to be true, that's the jury, of course. I gave her one 
They, they gave him one, they gave him two. That must not be in the desktop now. But it goes on. But it goes on. They all returned from him to you, said Alice. Why, there they are, said the king triumphantly, pointing to the charts on the table. Nothing can be clearer than that. Then again, before she had this fit. You never had fits, my dear, I think, said to the queen. Never, said the queen, seriously. Throwing an instinct at... Stand at the lizard as she spoke. Unfortunately, little Bill had left off threading and was played with one finger. He had found it with me no nerve, but now he slowly began again using his ink. He was trickling down his face as long as it lasted. The then the words don't fit you, said the king, looking around with a smile. There was a dead silence. It's a pawn. The king added in an offended tone, and everybody laughed. The jury let the jury consider their verdict. Said so for about the twentieth time that day. No, no," said the queen. "Sentence first, verdict afterwards. Stuff and nonsense!" Out said out suddenly. The idea of having a sentence first. Hold your tongue," said the queen, turning purple. "I won't," said Alice. "Off with their head!" The queen at the, the top of her voice. Nobody moved. "Who cares for you?" said Alice. She had grown to a full-sized body. "You're nothing but a pack of cards." "You're nothing but a pack of cards." At this whole pack. This time, the whole pack rose up into the air and came flying down upon her. She gave a little scream, half a fright, half a ring, trying to beat them off. And she found herself flying on the bank, with her head on the lap of her sister, who was gently brushing away some of the dead leaves that had fluttered down from the trees upon her face. Wake up, Alice, dear, said her sister. Why have you a long sleep you've had? Oh, I've had such a curious dream, said Alice, she told her sister, as well as she could remember them all the strange adventures of hers that... had been reading about, and when... She had finished her sister kissed her and said, It was a curious dream, dear, certainly. That was the end of the book. And the end of the chapter.